tuning again to this special episode of the veterinary kaleidoscope my name is kate i am a clinical veterinarian in new south wales uh, i'm a trans woman and i'm coming to you from walbunja country in yuan nation which is on the south coast about four hours south of Sydney. and i'm cam i am a phd researcher a clinical vet and I am a Palawa man, so originally from southern Tasmania, but coming to you from Wurundjeri country in the Kulin Nation, um, just in central Melbourne, or Nam. Thanks. And I, this episode is about January the 26th, which is two days away now, uh, as we're recording this. And I grew up... And basically, I said most of my impression of January the 26th is it is a day of uh, fun. It's, it's a day of barbecues. It's a day of family getting together. It's a day of there's sport, there's cricket. It's a public holiday. And But this is actually a fairly privileged uh, experience uh, of January the 26th. And I acknowledge that privilege uh, and what I would like to actually learn, uh, listen and learn, is other people's and particularly yours, Cam, your experience of January 26th. So if we can start with what is January 26th to you? What does it mean to you? That's a very difficult question. It's meant several things to me over the years for much of much of my time it's probably been more significant to me as my friend justin's birthday but oh. obviously there's also the big thing of australia day um so happy birthday to Juz for for the 26th happy birthday justin <laughs> but it for me like many, many other Indigenous people um, is a, a day of frustration. It's a day where we would like dearly to be a part of the, the celebrations that everyone can, can rejoice in and, and focus on, but it's, it's not something that, that I can focus on. Um, and obviously, I can only speak for myself um, and my own feelings about the day. Um, but it goes without saying that Indigenous people aren't all the same, um, can't be represented by any one person or, or way of thinking. Um, the rest of Australia certainly doesn't, doesn't think that all the, all the same way. Um, you know, the trans, gay, lesbian, intersex, exactly. bi, queer, neurodiverse... <laughs> disabled community don't all feel or think the same way about everything. So um, you will find Indigenous people out there 
with many, many different views. Um, and sometimes that has been a little bit hijacked by people with certain agendas who, of course, can find people who feel certain ways and can find Indigenous people who are willing to agree with them on very public platforms. So um, I won't won't speak about any people in particular, but that yeah. certainly happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it's it's certainly come to the fore over the last few years with more public action, um, just how, how visible um, the, the disrupt has become and, and the frustration of Indigenous people and Indigenous allies as well. Um, <clears throat> and I guess it, the question could be asked, why does this belong on a veterinary podcast and why why is it important i think it's important um because you will have indigenous colleagues and you will have indigenous clients and i think it's important to understand people's feelings towards certain things particularly at certain times of the year and the frustration lead up to and particularly on the day um and i think it generally just matters to the national conversation um and yeah of course like everything else the vet community certainly don't all feel the same about everything as well so um it's it's important to to always keep that in mind um and recognize that yeah indigenous people are as diverse between ourselves as we are from the rest of australia um so i guess when it comes to people's people's approaches to the day, um, there are people who feel that a, another day would be better. Um, I, I think I count myself among them. Um, I've, I've had a few mixed feelings over the years, but I think it would be great to be able to have a national day where we can all celebrate. Um, but I think a few things need to happen first. Um, yep. I think, feel, oh, sorry. No, 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 I was just going to say also remembering that Australia Day hasn't always been on January the 26th. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, some people feel that Australia Day should be abolished um, because of certain injustices that, that remain mm-hmm. in regards to Indigenous people. Um, some people feel that the concept of Australia should be abolished, given that Australia was founded on land of people for whom sovereignty was never ceded. So there's lots of different feelings out there. Um, yeah, I, I think I would sit in the, in the camp that feels that another day would be better, but I'll get on to some things that I've should probably happen first. Um, I think there's a there's a few main reasons that we often come up against, and part of the the frustration that we get in the lead up to Australia Day, and particularly the conversations that come about in the media, are these these same sort of um, arguments um, from from proponents of Australia Day on the 26th that seem to keep coming up every year. And it's usually very similar 
very similar arguments um, or comments on the significance of the day um, and why it should remain there. So um, I thought I might just go through a couple of the oh. main ones. Well, I think that's a fantastic idea, totally. Um, so I think probably the one of the first ones that we tend to encounter is that it's historically important. Um, there's lots of arguments there, but I think that if it were really historically important, then people would know why. Um, I think most people would attribute it to something to do with James Cook, but he wasn't really doing anything notable at that time, um, and that's not the reason why it was chosen. It's not about the arrival of the, the first fleet in Botany Bay. Um, that was a few days earlier, I think on the 20th. Um, it's actually the day that Arthur Philip raised the Union Jack in what's now known as Sydney Cove. Um, but it wasn't actually the first time that he or other Englishmen raised the Union Jack on Australian soil. Um, basically what he was doing was attempting to call dibs on, yep. on land before the French arrived, um, dibs on land that had been occupied, that both he and Cook knew was occupied um, for tens of thousands of years. Um, and I say a little bit flippantly calling dibs, but really it's the it's, start yeah, of I mean, years of dispossession, genocide, and not at all peaceful settlement. Totally, it's Terranolius, isn't it? Mm. Uh, and uh, and and I think that it's, I think it's also really worthwhile emphasizing that they knew, they knew this land was occupied. This is yep. sort of uh, it was a it was an invasion. It was a dispossession. There's there's uh, there's no there's no argument about whether or not they knew or not. They knew. Mm. Yeah, they wrote it down. It's in their journals. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's no two ways about it. Mm. Um, and as you mentioned before, I think one of the one of the other main arguments that we come up against is that uh, supposedly it's been celebrated as Australia Day for a long time. Um, again, not not really. Um, different different states have had Australia Day celebrations throughout the year for, for some time, but it was only as recently as 1994 that it was actually a national holiday. Um, and that's pretty recent. And by comparison, Indigenous people have marked January 26th as a day of mourning since 1938. Um, so quite a bit longer. Um, and the original Australia Day celebrations were, to my understanding, largely nationalism and raising funds for war efforts. Um, so that seems to be kind of where it came from. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, Certainly my recollections as a child were very nationalistic, very mm, nationalistic. Mm, yeah. 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 Um, and I guess one of the other probably harder to... You know, those first two, you can you can just combat it with facts. Yeah. And yeah. totally in terms of psychology, that 
doesn't always work. There's the backfire effect yeah. <laughs> where people dig their heels in even more when they are presented with the facts. But this one's always, I always find a bit, a bit harder because you can argue it, but people just feel the way they feel. And that is, it's just a nice day off in summer. We just want to enjoy ourselves. Why do you want to ruin a bit of fun? And why would you try to take away a public holiday? Because as we all know, public holidays are very sacred. Oh, yes. To Australian culture. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and, yeah, as I said at the start, I, I, I would love to be able to celebrate. Um, but I guess I want to have something to celebrate with everybody else. Um, I think that... Indigenous people love what a multicultural place Australia is, just like everyone else. And we certainly know what a beautiful place it is. Um, we've known that for thousands of years. Mm. Uh, but when things are not great in so many different ways for Indigenous people, it's hard to feel included in those same celebrations um, when we've got things like Black deaths in custody, occurring at pretty high rates um the you know the closing the gap report is saying that in so many respects it's not on track to be achieved in some areas the gap is widening um children are still being taken away from their parents um there's not really anything occurring by way of treaties um it's hard to feel happy about where we're at um so i would love to to feel in a position um where i could just you know i'd love to be to be free of concerns um and reminders of of what's going on for indigenous people across australia um but the fact of the matter is that that the day is a reminder um and so until those things change um i i at the moment i feel like even if the the date were changed i would still feel very conflicted um i can understand yeah yeah it um it would still be difficult to 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 celebrate while so many of those things still go go ignored largely yeah um, yeah yep. I, I think it's a really like ignored is a great way of putting it uh, I, I think it's sort of and I have been guilty absolutely of you get to it's sort of January 26th Australia Day and you put it aside and it's sort of like and you did the sort of the the you put aside the uncomfortable conversations about 400 434 450 now sort of uh, Aboriginal deaths in custody uh, since the since the report into Aboriginal yeah. deaths in custody um, uh, that's not even talking about before um, yeah like it's and it's so easy from my place of privilege to put that aside and. That's really, yeah, uh, I, I sort of, uh, I can understand and I can see that would be insanely frustrating. 
incredible from Australia from the from the point of view of yourself, Cam, and sort of. Uh, and I would agree completely. I, I changing the date without addressing the underlying um, uh, sort of uh, social and sort of societal problems is it feels like window dressing. It's sort of. Yeah, yeah, and there there certainly have been um, some efforts like that that um, that have looked good politically that have ended up being quite tokenistic. Um, things like uh, the Recognise campaign that looked good. There was a lot of big corporate partners in that, um, but wasn't really. Um, addressing anything like what we're seeing with the Uluru statement from the heart where we could have some actual change, we could have a real uh, voice to parliament, um, lots of good things coming in there rather than just sort of tokenistic things, which I feel then if we have those tokenistic things happening like a date change then it's very easy for for those in power to say, we've given you what you wanted, now just shut up and and be happy for a while. Completely, which is pretty much almost exactly what happened with the the inquiry into Aboriginal deaths in custody. Like, Mm. you know, 313 recommendations, none of them implemented, sort of, and still 400 plus deaths. It's it's staggering. It really is. Um, I... Guess that sort of uh, probably leads me on, unless there was something else and some other stuff you want to talk about. But it does lead us into what can we as allies do? As you said, sort of uh, like just changing the date is kind of tokenistic. And uh, so, what can we do as allies? What would what would Aboriginal communities like us to do as allies? Um, uh, sort of, uh, and how can we actually not sort of, uh, and it's not about us, like it's it's about actually how can we actually achieve justice um, and redress some of the injustices that uh, that our society, that colonialism has inflicted upon Aboriginal communities? I think that the probably the best answer to what Indigenous communities would would like allies to do is ask. Um, If for listeners out there who don't know the uh, traditional custodians of the land that they're on, um, now's a great time to find out. Um, Learn about language, culture, um, who's there, um, who local elders are, um, and I'm sure they'd be willing to have a yarn with you and, and let you know what their concerns are, um, what they feel should happen, um, and what's what's best for them. Um, more broadly, I guess there are a few things that, that people can do. Um, they can speak to their politicians and make sure that Indigenous health justice is actually something that they do something about that's in their mind because I think it's it's easily forgotten. Um, there are there are marches um, 
on January 26th in some places. Um, several have been cancelled this year, but will be held virtually instead. So um, there are several places just having a, a quick look online. You'll be able to find out about that in uh, your local city or, or area. Um, you can support black businesses. There are lots out there. Um, they're very easy to find. There's lots of great creators, um, lots of amazing fashion ways that you can show your support on your body. Um, there's brilliant music out there. Um, people like Baker Boy, AB Original, Thelma Plum, mm. um, Dan Sultan, so, so many wonderful groups. Um, I think there's, you know, there's also organisations like Pay the Rent um, where people can actually contribute funds to help various Indigenous causes, whether they be legal aid, um, all sorts of, of things. Um, but, yeah, they can make sure that funds go to the, the right areas to have impact in, in the right locality as well. Um, I think just being being mindful as as you do, Kate, of of privilege, um, reflecting on what the day is, what the day has been, and what it could be in the future. Um, but I think the most important thing of all is don't stop being an ally after January twenty sixth. Um, it's not a seasonal thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's year round. Um, just like being an ally for every other diverse group, um, it's not just yeah. yeah. It's it's not just it's, on the awareness day. It's no, sort of uh, yeah. It's year round. Um, being mindful is a year round thing. Um, sometimes you do just need to reflect, um, and yeah, just continuing on with allyship throughout the year, I think, is absolutely the most important thing for sure. Completely. Thank you so much, Cam. This has been relatively short compared to our normal chats, but I think particularly poignant and, and I've, I've learned, I continue to learn and continue to listen and and continue to try and do better uh, and I think that's sort of uh, what you're saying so I think I feel that's what you're saying there for our lives just try and listen uh, I will leave it to you to sign off on this episode please if you don't mind because I feel like that's um, that it should be your voice for signing us off on this episode. oh goodness all right <laughs> I'm not sure or I'm used, I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Um, I, I hope that it's a day of reflection for you. Um, I hope that uh, you are able to, to engage with um, the Indigenous people in, in your area in a meaningful way. Um, Think about your your place in Australia, um, and uh, yeah, find a find a meaningful way to um, to 
yeah, think about the the day and and what it can mean for for us all and to be inclusive. So we will see you next time on the Veterinary Kaleidoscope.